1: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. God, it's so good to be back. We have been gone for so long, and the celebrities, well, they have been celebritying. I am so glad to be back with the woman who can tell you the difference between Valentino Red and Chanel Rouge, Gwen Flamberg.
0: Oh, Travis, I always (laughs) feel so seen and with my favorite
1: color and designers. Hey, guys, Happy New Year. (laughs) And the lady who can tell you the difference between The Bachelors, Lauren C, Lauren B, Lauren H, Lauren K.
2: Sarah Heron Wow Surprisingly I'm pretty sure no Lauren's on Clayton season which just started but if there was one I would definitely know what season she was on what she's doing now and all of the above and I missed you guys so much there's literally so much to discuss
1: yes there is well we have so much news to get in today we have pregnancies that are unsurprising that i cannot wait to talk about we have huge celebrities following unfollowing other celebrities we have messy housewives we have new hookups we have fights in las vegas and we have much 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 more but let's get started off Do you guys remember this? We do woes. Gwen Flamberg, what story made you go woe this week?
0: Oh, my God, Travis. I went woe when I heard that Jessica Simpson finally bought back her billion-dollar business. You know, she was like, A fashion mogul i feel like enough people don't give her credit for actually growing a business to a billion dollars and then she sold it in 2015 and the brand or the um, partnership that she sold it to blamed her for lack of sales she was less involved and she just bought it back so that she can make her fashion empire fantastical again and so you know my intention for her for this next year is to bring us some more triple platform sandals. Please, Jess, please.
1: Her shoes are so amazing. She honestly deserves that billionaire title. Everything she makes is super cute. Jess, you're killing it. So here on what made you go woe well this week?
2: You know I love Jessica Simpson. I mean I'm literally staring at open and book right now, the best book ever. I hope we get another book from Jessica. In addition to the sandals, but um, my woe—it wasn't exactly this week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it, and it feels pretty on brand for this show to briefly touch on Megan King um, dropping that Christmas <laughs> divorce after just two months of marriage with Cuff Owens, Joe Biden's nephew. Um, in case you missed it, Megan and Cuff—I Cuffy—still unclear. I don't know
0: if it's Cuff or Cuffy. I say Cuffy, but that could okay. be his nickname.
2: We don't,
1: I don't have know. to know anymore. Let's go cuff.
0: Yeah, we don't
2: have to know exactly. He was relevant for literally two months of our lives. They got married in um, on October 11th, Hallie and Annie from the Parent Trap's birthday. That's how I remember. Um, and they had been together for about three weeks um, after meeting on Raya. And now they are over there, Dunzo. And according to Megan, I am, quote, rattled. The situation is profoundly devastating. This is obviously not what I imagined when I made my vows. And I am shocked and saddened by the way things turned out. I am moving forward with my children as we privately process our pain and begin to let go of shattered dreams. At this time, I ask for your grace and gentle kindness as I navigate this labyrinth of grief with my family.
1: Labyrinth of grief.
0: That was the statement
1: there. Yep, And that was beautiful. Sarah, thank you for that dramatic reading, that labyrinth of grief. The Gwyneth witches. The (laughs) Gwyneth witches that she had a labyrinth of grief. That drama. I mean, thank you Megan Kidd Eggman's. Can't wait to hear on your new podcast and how, you know, you stretch this out into weeks and weeks. And you know, I'm not really hating because we're going to talk about it, so I'm genuinely excited.
2: Can't wait to see Um, if she gets married for a fourth time, personally.
1: Yeah, maybe even a fifth if we're lucky. (laughs) Um, My woe this week goes to, uh, I guess, HBO Max in general, where they confused somehow the Hermione Granger, Emma Watson, with Emma Roberts during the reunion. And they were showing what was supposed to be Emma Watson's baby picture and showed a baby picture of Emma Roberts instead. And so my question is, did, you know, someone at HBO Max just Google like Emma celebrity baby and like get the wrong in? it is just such a strange flub that really just made me go whoa and how and why this week
2: honestly travis same because i think about how much we go through with like photo credits and getting like access to pictures and getting sued for using pictures like how did they find did they literally just google like you said emma watson baby photo and pick no, that one emma, and i'm a to... celebrity right. <laughs> didn't even figure out where it like came from like that was so confusing and it no one really ever it was like one twitter user who figured it out and then of course they confirmed it. They're like, good job, Harry Potter fans. And then they, and the, the Emmas are like joking about it. Um, I loved the special though. I like, I'm a new Harry Potter fan. Like I've seen the movies. My, like, I saw them in theaters cause I like grew up perfect time of like every single release, whatever. I went to midnight cause I, like all my friends were fans. I never read the books. I didn't really care. I was just, like a casual, whatever. And then I started the new year by watching all eight movies leading up to the reunion. And I was like, damn, I guess these are pretty good after all. They're amazing. They, movies
0: are amazing. And by the way, Sarah Huron, do yourself a favor and read the books because they're even better than the movies. They I are just, amazing. I I'm a true I have Harry Potter stan.
1: There's like, There's like do five it. out of seven that are better than the movies. There's like two where the movies are better because I'm from that age where I was at Borders bookstore at midnight to buy them yeah, I did that every for like other Twilight. kid my age. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know they did that with Twilight. I thought yeah, they Barnes were.
2: Barnes and Noble at midnight.
1: let us bust and break into some of this news and we are going to start off the new year with uh, a sh- Hello, that is a little bit confusing but we're going to dig into it kim kardashian has reportedly unfollowed miley cyrus after she appeared um on her new year's eve special with pete davidson a miley cyrus fan account first noted that kim was following miley on instagram on december 10th however she has since unfollowed miley despite kim and you know Uh, her friendship with Miley Cyrus. I remember back when Miley Cyrus was like 13, 14, they were all hanging out with Courtney at nightclubs, and it was like a strange time for us all because Miley was one of the biggest celebrities as a child in the game. But apparently, uh, Kim saw the special and did not like it because she was all up on her man, Pete Davidson. Miley was uh, serenading him and dancing all up on him on Jimmy Fallon's This Tonight Show, singing It Should Have Been Me. Um, And then, of course, Miley Cyrus went to Pete's condo in Staten Island following that performance and I what I don't understand does Kim think that Miley wants Pete is she just uncomfortable by Miley showing so much skin around him and giving him lap dances that seems sort of justified uh, a little bit I guess sir so here on why why did this happen
2: Okay, I think that Kim started following Miley because they were preparing for the New Year's Eve special. She wanted to see some pics of her man. We don't ever, Pete's not on Instagram. And she was like, all right, I'll follow her through this New Year's Eve special. Then the New Year's Eve special happened and Miley Cyrus posts a lot on Instagram and a lot of like repetitive content. So I think Kim was simply just like, all right, I'm done with you, Miley. Like not thinking, I guess she should know that it was gonna be a thing. Um, so maybe I'm wrong and I'm naive, but I personally think she was just like, okay, I followed her through the preparation of the new year's eve NBC special. It aired, whatever I'm over it. I don't need to keep following Miley Cyrus. Cause like it's irrelevant to her life on Instagram. Cause Kim, like it's like, she gets picky. She goes unfollows people a lot. Um, and it's like her vibe is what she'll say. So I personally don't think it's like some big beef. I think she was just like, I'm done. Good job on the special. I, if you watched it, by the way, I watched like every new year's eve special. Cause I was home and working. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So I can tell you anything that happened on any of these BS specials. But Miley's and Pete was quite
0: enjoyable. As it should be. Of course it was. I don't think that it was any big deal either. I mean, maybe it was just kind of like stir up some drama, but I don't think that Kim is threatened by Miley Cyrus or really anyone. And she and Pete are now on a beach vacation and she posted quite the bikini pick today if you guys haven't seen it go to usmagazine.com stylish and hopefully kim will be giving us some bikini pictures throughout this entire vacation i'd actually really like to see the two of them together canoodling much in the way that Kravis does
1: oh with skin I- I guess I would too. It's just the sort of juxtaposition of the skeleton versus the perfectly spray tanned, <laughs> and the every centimeter a doctor or you know esthetician has touched on one, and, and the tattoos on the other. And the tattoos on the other. I mean, maybe I I think I'll it would really, really like be it. Yeah, maybe well, I'll really there like was it. Also high like, art.
2: There was blind gossip that art. said like maybe Kim that Kim found like or it was a very blind gossip like assumptions that Kim found like a photo of Miley on Pete's phone or something. And I was like, Miley Cyrus is never dressed. Like, did you see the New Year's Eve special at midnight when she was singing her party in the USA? Her top literally broke. And because she knew she was on NBC and she she couldn't like just, she would have just obviously whipped it off, but she would have gotten in serious trouble. So she literally had to walk backstage, put on a blazer that she was wearing earlier. Keep singing party in the USA. Like Miley's never wearing clothes. So if there was a scantily clad photo of Miley Cyrus on Pete's phone, that's just Tuesday. So I don't think that that's a reason she would be unfollowing her either. So I just don't, I don't believe that there's Miley Cyrus Kim beef. I just don't.
1: I don't either. You don't need to work very hard. Miley's very open with nudity, you know. Bless her for loving her body. Well, let's move to another side of uh, this Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson romance, because what I really think is interesting is that Kanye West is now dating a whole bunch of new people or just dating one or two. It's really hard to tell. But one is Julia Fox, star of Uncut Gems. Great movie, by the way. But Julia Fox was also in that weird Barbie Ken doll photo shoot with Pete Davidson. sitting like a stoic doll in a bathtub. He is, you know, being his weird Ken doll self, serving up some fashion. And Kanye and Julia Fox have been spotted out a lot. And this last time in Tuesday was one of the bigger ones. They had dinner at Carbone in Greenwich Village, shout out to Spicy Rigatoni, um, around 930. And that was right after the two saw the Broadway production of Slave Play, also so amazing. Um, And on (laughs) look told us that they seem super comfortable with each other and happy. It seems like a new relationship. They seemed happy and ease with each other. What I thought was weird was that Kanye, I mean, I guess it's not really weird for Kanye, that Kanye brought a photographer To slave play to take pictures of him reacting to the play, arguably just for his own private collection. Um, And this NYC outing marks the fourth time they've been spotted out together. They were seen several times in Miami um, when Kanye was um, hosting a surprise New Year's Eve party with Future. The two also had a double date at Drink Champs um, with Noriega and his wife, Neri. And uh, I I think Connie was also spotted on a balcony with two different women. He's been spotted out with a model named Yasmeen. And I can't tell if he's just sort of like living his single fantasy or that he's desperately trying to make Kim jealous. Gwen Plamberg, what is the true answer and only answer to this question?
0: You know, these two are like a riddle wrapped up in an enigma, as I say over and over again. I just I have no idea what is really happening with the two of them. I, 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 I don't think that any of us really know, I, you know, Kim and Kanye, but I'm into this Julia Fox. Like I would like to see Kanye dating somebody who is smart and cool and interesting and beautiful, not just like a model actress, whatever. So let's see
1: what happens. Agreed. They also, you know, spent the night together at Kanye's hotel and then she came back with a baby carriage. Sarah, what is your reaction to all of the Kanye that we are seeing here?
2: I mean, I think it's classic. I don't think it's a coincidence (laughs) that, you know, this it didn't take long for the Internet to find a photo of Julia Fox and Pete Davidson working together. I also don't think he's dating anyone very seriously. Like our source said, I think he's just trying to keep up. Um, I mean, we know he bought that house across the street from Kim, which in one way could be like, Oh, that's good for the kids. Like they'll be able to see both their parents all the time, but on the other side, it's like, Oh, is he doing that? Because he's like, not letting go. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see what 2022 holds for Kim Ye. Um, will the divorce be final? Will there be any major like public pleas for Kim? Will how long will she be with Pete? Like, I think will Kanye... You know take to twitter and tell us what he's really been thinking this whole time probably all the above i don't know i think it's going to be interesting but i don't think julia fox is like it's not love
1: (laughs) it could be sarah how dare you they could be very much in love and have lots of common interests well (laughs) speaking of things that aren't love but common interests sarah huron you i you have apparently uh, arranged some type of soliloquy dramatic reading monologue um for all of us for the condomless wonder tristan any trimester thompson we can now call him now
2: okay i don't know if you're really hyping it up here i just wanted to you know read it um and so <laughs> tristan, tristan third trimester or any trimester as we call him thompson who after um in court documents filed by marley nichols um the mother of his now third child confirmed um he had written her texts that were saying he wasn't going to be involved if this kid was his and that she'd be better off taking the 75 grand and that he had no interest whatever. Um, and now he's changing his tune that the paternity results are in Tristan posted this Instagram story. That was a two part. The first part read quote today, paternity tests revealed. I fathered a child with Marley Nichols, which side note, Tristan, we all knew. (laughs) I will take full responsibility for my actions. Sure you will. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. Again, in text messages to this woman, he said, I will not be involved. You will have a son with no father and no money. And he continues, I sincerely apologize for everyone I have hurt or disappointed through this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Tristan, I do not accept. He then goes, quote, Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache, the humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years, under same of the year. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect, he so claims, and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. How dare this man, How regardless dare of what you may think? This is like the 15th time you've cheated and you fathered a child with another woman and embarrassed the hell out of her. Like what the hell, Tristan? I, I can't with this man. And I really can't with Corey gamble, Chris Jenner's boyfriend going to his football, um, football, going to his basketball game, holding up his Jersey for the paps and supporting him. Corey, where does your Alliance lie here, buddy?
1: It is just, he is the worst. Sometimes I feel bad about talking crap about some of these celebrities because I feel like it's taken out of context. This one, I cannot talk enough crap about this man. He is cheated, denied. He shamed um, Marlene, the personal trainer, for saying that it was his child and tried to make her look really bad. He tried to make Chloe look bad. He is just like a selfish, like, you know, ass with a big smile. And apparently, a charming personality. And this, you know, speech regret Notepad app apology to Chloe is nowhere near enough. And it just made me even more angry. And I, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to him, but I want everyone to dislike him and have him to have a really uncomfortable time anytime he tries to go to a restaurant. That is what I'm <laughs> that is what I'm wishing ill on him.
0: I, I, you know, I would wish more ill. I think, Travis, that's um, that's, that's very minor. You know, I think I hope he can't
1: get reservations anywhere,
0: anywhere. Um, You know, I think that the world's gone mad and people think that they can post an apology and that's like the confessional. That's the confession booth and all of a sudden, that's it. Get over it. You've done no wrong. People have to accept it. And, you know, the only thing, he is terrible. I agree with you. He is terrible and I just wish that he'd go away. But Chloe fathered a child with him. Chloe had a child with him. (laughs) Um, About Chloe, uh, you know, I'm just going to say a little bit like, fool me once shame on you fool me twice yeah. shame on me like this has happened over and over again when there is you know smoke salmon when there are rumors that somebody's cheating on you when a woman comes forward and says your baby daddy is my baby daddy <laughs> believe them that, that's the lesson here i mean when i saw him post that apology i almost fainted dead away in my apartment myself i just hope that Chloe moves on. I hope that she meets someone amazing and she has a very private relationship and another child privately with someone who is true to her. True, really true. Oh. Not just daddy of true. true. And you know, there. it's that we true. Do and we they- think
2: that there is a chance that there's already a surrogate out there pregnant with Tristan and Chloe's baby? Because on the last season, of the Kardashians, mm-hmm. they were like exploring that option. They had a surrogate fall through. She has embryos. She has eggs. She yeah. has the whole thing. I mean, we haven't heard that, so this is pure speculation, but like... What if there is?
1: I mean, who cares? She's already co-parenting one child with him. That's right. She wants more babies. And if they could be it's even
2: more of a betrayal,
1: it, it is more of a betrayal. But I mean, this guy sucks and she wants the babies. Like, why not use the only thing he's really seems to be good for, which is impregnating women and, you know, have another beautiful baby because true is no shade to the other kids. I think the most gorgeous Kardashian child. Really? I can't. I love baby true. I just like they're there's something so about they're all of I them. I love them all. So I will say I
2: think could... Chicago's the prettiest. And I don't feel bad <laughs> saying that.
0: <laughs> it's just the best accomplishment I think that the K-Dash family has brought to the world are all those children because they are <sighs> one is more gorgeous and adorable than the next. And they're I'm...
2: North is killing it on TikTok.
1: North (laughs) is killing it on TikTok. I think Saint is like the cutest little handsome man too. too. Let's Um, not
0: forget about Penelope and her like amazing deep red hair. He was my OG,
2: (laughs) OG fave. I have a mug that has Penelope, that picture of her with the rice on it. Someone got that pin printed on a coffee mug for me. Like I was a Penelope stand back in the day. She's Uh, so great, but like as they get older, they're more like, I don't know, it's weird. Like I don't need to be, yeah, she's a cute little girl, but like it's cute when they're like three, I feel like I can be like, they're cute, you know? My favorite.
1: And, you know, if you haven't seen the picture of her with Courtney hitting her with the car door, she's since recovered. So we can laugh at it now. It is classic and hysterical. Well, let's please move on from Tristan every trimester, the worst Thompson ever. I, we'll throw in some new words next time we have to talk about him. Um, but let's move on to Jason Derulo because he was in a fight in Las Vegas. And you know, this isn't lots of people get into fights in Las Vegas. This is sort of where things happen. Um, cops were called to the Aria Hotel during the wee hours of Tuesday morning after Jason Derulo threw fists um, at men and gotten a big fight with two guys the reason for the fight you ask glad you did um eyewitnesses and well the sheriff now la the PIO has told us that Jason Derulo um, was passing these men on an escalator and then a guy like trolled Jason by yelling hey Usher F-U-B that's when Jason Derulo got pissed ran right up to him and punched the dude sending him to the floor but it didn't end there Jason then allegedly slapped the second guy moments later security had to like step in to break up this little scuffle you can see part of the fight in the video that TMZ got and even though Jason was walking with this huge dude that was his bodyguard he you know booked it so the bodyguard couldn't even catch him and was very upset when someone called him usher which i don't understand but there's just the fact that someone you know called him by the wrong r&b superstar's name and the the quickness which which he ran to punch these guys makes me a little um nervous for jason derulo's future mental health did you guys see the video yeah.
0: i did not see the video but i agree with you wholeheartedly he's obviously harboring some anger about something else <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe that's why <laughs> maybe that's why he like during the beginning of the quarantine he kind of had like a moment because tiktok he was like dancing on tiktok collaborating with yeah. your addison Ryan, and your charlie D'Amelio's um because he can dance and some of his songs were going viral on tiktok but um you know that that's fleeting as the kids will tell you jason Derulo. so <laughs> i think maybe we need to we need to figure out a new strategy if we want to be relevant and it's not fighting people who think you're usher
1: <laughs> yeah, and Usher's great. I mean, just get over it. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Oh, that was great. That yeah, was great, both, Sarah. We're both so talented vocally. Everybody knows this who listens to the podcast. Well, Gwen Klemberg, I think you have, you know, you have a couple sisters, but there's another one people don't know about, and it's Jessica Chastain. Just kidding, but sisters in your mind. Um, tell us why Jessica Chastain was read, was a little weirded out about what her grandmother did to Superstar Bradley. Cooper.
0: Jessica Chastain is my soul sister in redhead land. I love her so much and I wish that I looked more like her. I really do. Anyway, I mean i love this story so much it was truly life-giving this week jessica chastain was on the ellen show promoting her new movie 355 and ellen brought up that you know jessica's very close with her grandmother and she has been trying to help her grandmother find love which i think is adorable and amazing and apparently she tried to introduce her to al pacino because she had been in a film with him and her grandmother was like you know, kind of into it. And then she introduced her to Matthew McConaughey, and uh, her grandmother was super stoked. But, you know, she got the most excited when Jessica brought her to a party. Bradley Cooper was there and grandma just went on over and sat on Bradley's lap. And Bradley got like super freaked out. Like he was like, what the F is going on here? And Jessica Chastain had to run over and be like, it's my grandma, it's my grandma. And then of course, you know, Bradley was like, oh, hi grandma, and, like got into it. But um, yeah, you know, grandma is going for it. And I hope to be just like her when I am geriatric. That is the moral <laughs> of this story.
1: we could all hope to be I've actually strangely bet Jessica Chastain her mother and her grandmother before wow
0: Where? I've only Uh, met her once at a Ralph uh, Lauren event. I've never met anyone
2: named with the last name Chastain. I've met
1: all three Chastains at the after party for Tammy Faye Baker, also Mm. amazing movie. And her grandmother was a firecracker. Her mother is like so lovely and like reserved, but it's skipped a generation and that grandmother is very fiery. So this story was just like, yeah, that totally tracks. And she'll go back for seconds if Bradley Cooper ever crosses her path again. Well, Sarah Huron, there is a hot new hookup that I know that you have been thinking about nonstop because it involves your queen of opening expensive presents around Christmas time and former and, you know, queen of overcoming college admission scandals, Olivia Jade. Tell us about her hot new hookup and just, you know, any news you want to share on Olivia Jade because you know more than your average Joe.
2: Oh, I got an Olivia Jade update for you. A few things. One, she finally acknowledged that everyone has been asking her to bring back the luxury christmas halls on tiktok and she was like never again like she was like no and i was like olivia like there was a lot i have been tweeting that for like three years people really got on board this year um wanting her to bring back the luxury halls and she have it on tiktok and said i will never do that again and i think that that is just upsetting olivia it do sort your of makes duty. sense
1: though i mean well, of she course got, it'd like... be
2: in poor taste but <laughs> it what, that's what we want from her i'm not a yes. stan of olivia jade because i actually like believe in her um yes. but you know who might jacob Elordi. Yes. of euphoria fame um the two of them were spotted out together in los angeles grabbing coffee um the same day that kaya gerber was spotted out with um what's his name i can't remember <laughs>
1: yeah um but we her ex so jacob and kaya
2: gerber dated for like a year um they broke up and she he is now hanging out with olivia jade a source tells us that um it's casual. They're keeping it casual, but they've been on some dates. Um obviously, they both got out of relationships recently, so they're not rushing into anything serious. So far, it's just sparks between them. Great. Um so very exciting for Olivia Jade. Obviously, um Jacob Lordi is like kind of a big deal. Um Euphoria's
1: and Euphoria's coming back.
2: Yeah, you know, Euphoria's coming back. I assume they probably would like matched on an app or like he reached out to her. I don't know. It's it's, it's definitely very an interesting potential duo. Olivia also had a new podcast episode come out today, which you know, is something I'm very in tune to, tapped into conversations with Olivia Jade. And she was talking about misconceptions about her. And she said, there's a big misconception about me, at least personally, where I get the comment of, you don't work hard. I didn't have to start my YouTube when I was 14. I put in a lot of work. There's all these rumors floating around about my grades. Quote, she clearly didn't work hard. She must've failed school. I don't think I've ever said this publicly, but in high school, I had straight A's and I worked
0: really hard. How about rowing? How about rowing, Olivia Jade? Did you row? (laughs) Were you a rower? It's possible.
1: I'm sure she thinks she works very hard and does a lot of things. It's made her famous. I'm not trying to take away from her accomplishments that most people do in their free time. But there I said it.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, I, it was Austin Butler who Kaya Gerber was was spotted with. I couldn't leave. Thank you. I
1: couldn't remember. I couldn't either. either. And that's a Hutchins ex and star yes. of the new Elvis movie.
2: A lot of potential young Hollywood couples really, you know, things are brewing, but it's early in the year. So we don't know what's going to what's going to pan out.
1: Well, we do know that they will change. Yes. Well, Sarah, Hira, there has been a hotter new hookup that I can't wait for you to tell us about. And it is with Andy Cohen and a bottle of liquor. <laughs> what could you tell us about this hot new pairing? We've seen it before. Yeah. It's on and off again, but they were hot and heavy on New Year's Eve.
2: That's a great way to put it. I mean, Andy's never been a stranger to drinking on live television. He doesn't watch Robins live almost every night, except for when he like goes on those cleanses. Um, But Andy for like, I think it was maybe the fourth year he was co-hosting with Anderson Cooper on CNN's New Year's Eve special. Um, And this year he they always do the shots at the top of the hour which is a huge you know a very a big draw because anderson makes the hilarious faces anderson doesn't usually (laughs) drink so he gets drunk really quick usually andy then pulls anderson in which he did for the first half of the broadcast but they did a lot of drinking in between the shots which they don't normally do and um that the proof was in the pudding about 11 30 ish when andy cohen (laughs) started going off about how ryan seacrest and the abc situation that was happening in Times square across from them that they could see that their broadcast was a bunch of losers and he was very passionate about the fact that it was journey without Steve Perry, the lead singer. And he was going off about journey. Then right after the clock strikes midnight, he's going off about Mayor Bill de Blasio, which he did last year too, but even more passionate this year. Um, and it was very funny, but, and the de Blasio stuff got a lot of headlines, the journey stuff, um, I low-key think this Ryan Seacrest beef is kind of my fault because Us Weekly was the first outlet the next morning when I was writing to get the bunch of losers in a headline.
1: Good job. Um,
2: and <laughs> it's what he said. Like, I heard it with my own ears. Like, I didn't make it up. And he's not denying it, but he is regretting it. Um, he went on Howard Stern. He has said that he regrets making the comments specifically about ABC and about Ryan Seacrest because he thinks he's a good guy. Um, but he also denied the fact that Kelly Ripa was upset with him cuz everyone was like oh Kelly Ripa and Andy Cohen are BFFs Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest yeah. was live like is there now talk show beef here according to Andy there's not Um, Ryan Seacrest has yet to comment, but he did share the ratings, which were better than CNN's on his Instagram story just a couple hours ago. So unclear if that was his like subtle confirmation. Andy and CNN have also denied that he was fired. Um, I mean, great press for CNN. In
0: my opinion, I thought it was great. It was great. It was hilarious. You definitely manifested that, Sarah Heeran. I have no doubt I feel like when people go to the Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper New Year's Eve special, they are going for that kind of entertainment. Yep. So while he did go a little far, I mean, Andy Cohen with Watch What Happens Live is a show with a bar with drunk people like picking fights. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't think that this is really going to affect him long term. And I kind of think that it, if anything, brought more um, heat to that particular show and to him. Yeah, I think we're all good here. Happy New Year, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper, who I love and I'd like to hang out with. He seems really fun.
1: I just love his giggle. There was was so much pressure. If
0: you looked at
2: Andy's comments on Instagram, I mean, there's always going to be haters and stuff. But leading up to New Year's Eve, it was like, all I have for New Year's Eve, like I have COVID, this person has COVID, like I need you and Anderson to make me laugh. So I think he, and they, they always like say stuff like that. And again, you watch CNN, like you don't, normal CNN, people are tuning into CNN that don't watch CNN all year round on New Year's Eve because they wanna see Andy and Anderson. Like it's not always, it's not the same crowd. There's of course that too, but there's definitely people who are watching CNN only on New Year's Eve to see Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper and their dynamic. And I think he was feeling the heat to like heal America and make people laugh on New Year's after a <laughs> shitty year, Betty White died like hours before, like talk about right. that was fun work day. um, And then, you know, this, so I understand the being oh, quote unquote, oh, and he made the joke, I was overserved and everyone's like, you served yourself. He's like, yeah, that's the joke. Like it was, it, it was, but it was, it really was great. And it's delivered content for almost a week into the new year. Um, So Andy now knows what it's like for people to go and watch him live and get drunk and say something stupid. He has now done that after all these years himself. And I exactly. think it's great.
1: Well, thank you, Andy Cohen. And, and while I thought it was so weird, I can't wait to see what he does next year. So I guess mission accomplished. people turn in to CNN to see Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper drunk and people turn to us weekly's hot Hollywood podcast to see Celebrity Birthday Boxing. No, they Maybe, don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Sarah yes, Huron, you're yes, the only yes. person who doesn't like
0: this segment.
1: Yes, I have done a poll, and it is confirmed. Sarah Huron, you are the only hater of the segment, and everyone okay. else loves it a lot and doesn't understand why you don't like people fighting each other. Um, I do think you're going to like this round of people because they are tailored to you and a little strange. Gwen Flamberg, we are starting with you. Ooh. We have um, some early January birthdays starting With Dak Shepard, who is 47 this week with a very worthy competitor, I believe. Uh, Same age, Bradley Cooper, 47 also this week. I
0: mean, this is a really, really tough match because these two, I think they would get in the ring and they would just like joke a lot and laugh a lot. And then they would beat the living crap out of each other. (laughs) Dax Shepard bought his wife a sloth when she wanted one. Bradley Cooper was not so nice initially to Jessica Chastain's grandma. So I think that Dax Shepard is gonna eke this one out. Winner, winner.
1: Winner, winner, Jack Shepherd. Uh, next round to you, Sarah Hiran. I don't know if you've heard of either of these two ladies, but we'll see. Carrie Ann Inaba turns <laughs> 54 this week, and she is, this is quite the death match, up against Kristen Cavallari, who is 35 this week.
2: Oh my goodness. I mean, if we're in the ballroom, Carrie Ann Inaba would kill K-Cav because the only dancing I've ever seen her do is, and maybe she was on Dancing Stars actually, but is on that pole in Mexico on mm-hmm. a season one of on Laguna Beach. Um, but anywhere else, I think K-Cav could take down Carrie Ann Inaba. So I'm going to give it to Kristen Cavallari.
1: Wow. Not I can't I believe that ago.
0: Carrie Ann Inaba is 54 with that mm-hmm. bod. She looks and amazing.
1: Her she yeah, looks I never
0: realized 54. she was, um, you know, in the
1: over 50 club. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why we do celebrity birthday boxing mania. And I really And watched. so we can say
2: Carrie Ann Inaba. And Carrie Ann Enaba. <laughs> Oli? <52. I'm totally laughs> <only. laughs>
1: and the uh, last round before the big menagerie SmackDown, Gwen Flamberg, we have Norman Reedus, who is 53 this week versus uh the crazy loony ben himself nicholas cage who is 57 this week.
2: wait side note i just watched moonstruck last night for the first time
0: oh it's the best movie ever i can't believe it was the first time that you watched I it. i have a list of
2: movies to watch in 2022 that i've never seen before as my resolution i'm becoming a movie buff um Good. hence the harry potter revisiting and wow what a film there's just a
0: lot going on there
1: yes <laughs> there you, is. you love
0: them loretta yeah ma, i love them something awful Oh, snap out of
1: it share one Oscar
0: oh, for that. i was shocked when i
2: found out about all the oscars that's <laughs> what i'll say i had no idea this isn't like i it was it was fine like it was a good it was i laughed it was solid yeah but, like oscars i was so
1: confused it's everyone likes that it's good it was
0: amazing all right back to the ring yes. as a long-standing walking dead stan wow. daryl dixon would demolish anyone but especially nicholas cage when he's just in the ring doing his nicholas cage thing you know what i'm oh, saying I so do. norman reedus it's all you
1: Oh, so sorry to Moonstuck star Nicolas Cage. All right, Sarah Huron, we have a three way battle, Dak Shepard versus Christine Cavallari. Um, and also we have Norman Reedus in there. Christine Cavallari has wide eyes and she is nervous. But Sarah, what is going to happen?
2: Um, I've never seen The Walking Dead. Is that what he's from?
1: Yes. Oh, my God.
0: How strange. But
1: That's
2: a movie about like fighting. Right. I mean, a show about they're like zombies and they fight people. Not
0: really. It's a show about humanity. But, you know, he also has a crossbow. All
2: right. Well, his crossbow is going to take out my Laguna Beach alum and my um, armchair expert host. Norman Reedus, shout out to you.
1: Oh, so sorry to all of them. I thought Kristen Cavallari would be protected by her Cabo San Lucas stripper pole during that, but (laughs) here we are. Congratulations, Norman Ritas. You deserve it. You're a badass. We love you. Well, thank you so much to my host, Erin Gwen. It is so good to be back talking crap with all of you and helping me spill all of this high piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin, US Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities after all. They're, they're just, just like, like us. Us. wow we are talented in 2022 all right we will see you guys next week thank you